Hey everyone, welcome to the Mass Construction Show. I'm your host, Joe Kelly, and this is a podcast about all things construction in Massachusetts and beyond. Today we're going to talk about the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, whatever the right term is for this. Um, And what we do is we want to talk about, um, for folks locally, you've probably heard that the mayor of Boston, Mayor Walsh, has closed down construction sites across the city of Boston. Uh, There is an interim period where people can do what we'll kind of call make safe work. Uh, So tying down things so nothing blows off the roof, uh, closing up roofs so there's not leaks, uh, general make safe type work that would be involved with making sure a construction site is um, not gonna be a hazard to any of the public. Uh, One other thing to note is any emergency work within the city of Boston needs to be permitted through ISD. Um, I've spoken with someone at ISD, and they are currently at full staff. Hopefully that means that they are continuing to work on reviewing uh, drawings and permits. So hopefully when we come out of this and the ban is lifted, um, we're not then having a delay waiting for permits uh, to come out of the hopper. So hopefully they are all getting reviewed and meaning that we will be good to go and come out strong and hit the ground running when this uh, ban is lifted. So that remains to be seen, but that's some of the things we're looking at. Um, But right now, other than Boston, there's active construction sites throughout the rest of the Commonwealth. Um, And I wanted to point out a couple of things. Um, I've heard of a few sites that are hard hard piping um, water lines to all floors so you can have hand washing stations. So put soap, towels, that type of things on each floor so people can regularly wash their hands. And I think this would be a good practice for us to um, adopt on other projects if you have bigger jobs to help with hygiene. And hopefully it's something that is... um, a solution that comes out of the situation we're in, but maybe it's something that we use moving forward. So um, we talked about the Lendlease wellness pods, and I think it just goes to kind of the overall, like, all right, I know we're not, you know, accountants or office workers, but, um, you know, what's some general things that we should be providing workers? And if this is something that proves the bar and means that, hey, you know what, we should have hand washing stations everywhere so we can have just good hygiene on site. That might be something nice that comes with this. I'm also interested in other downstream effects of the shutdown. Um, One thing in particular is you have this group of workers in Boston, which, you know, I mean, I'm thinking at least 5,000 construction workers. You know, even if we have a half a dozen big jobs, which we do, and they all have between four and 500 employees on them, round numbers, let's make it 500. You know, you get six jobs, six big, big jobs with 500 employees. There's three grand right there, right? So we're looking at 5,000 employees with no place to go as of today, Tuesday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Um, Where do they go? And what does that mean for other areas? Um, I think if you're working somewhere else in Massachusetts and you've been complaining to your subcontractors that you need more workers on site, you know, they need to man up, we got to get more people on site, it's your lucky day. If you're in Boston, it's, you know, not so lucky of a day. But um, I have to imagine contractors are going to move those employees to other sites. And I'd have to say that what they're probably going to do is 
need to ramp down somewhat. So what does that mean? Um, good employees are going to stay on and get moved. And unfortunately, I think there's a potential. Um, and if we're being realistic, this is probably a zero-sum game that um, the good employees are going to stay and the not-so-productive employees are going to get laid off. Um, it's unfortunate. Uh, that's not groundbreaking news there. Um, but let's talk about what are the options for those people that get laid off or companies who are forced to lay off. I know people are not going to do it right away, but I think as the weeks um, go on, and hopefully it is just two weeks, like the mayor said, um, but this becomes more and more a potential of layoffs being um, no other option. So what does that mean? Um, from There was a owner of a business that pointed out to me an article that there was some recent um, guidelines given around unemployment from the Department of Labor um, that what it did was it kind of lowered the bar of what it takes what it takes to file for um, unemployment. And there was actually a piece from the Massachusetts legislature that um, allowed you to get rid of the one week delay before having to file for unemployment. So waive the one week delay and then some of the other bars that are there that you have to go over, like you have to at least show that you're trying to get a job, you might have to go to these different classes and things. Those have all been lifted and COVID-19 is a reasonable excuse for not having those things. So it's information that I'll throw up on LinkedIn, maybe take a look there. But if you are an employer or an employee um, that is facing layoffs in the near term, it's something that's worth taking a look at um, and seeing if that helps your employer. It helps you as an employer or helps you as an employee. But either way, um, you know, nobody's winning in this. Uh, my business has already taken a hit. So it's business owners and workers alike. Uh, and we're all in this together. So let's talk about if you do have a project in Boston and you're being asked to be shut down, or if you have a project anywhere and you're shut down across the country, um, what can we do about it? And what's some practices we can put in place to make sure that our job sites are safe? Um, this is a time where we can look to NFPA 241. Uh, one thing in particular that jumps out at me, obviously you're going to want to secure your site, but um, there's requirement for a command post. And that will say, I'm not going to read the, the thing, but off, off the top of my head, paraphrasing that you need to put essentially any relevant information. So phone numbers, drawings, keys, anything like that in a central location that's you know clearly marked out. So if the fire department shows up, they go to this box or room and they get all the information they need to um, address the situation. So what type of things should be going in this box beyond what I just said? Uh, oftentimes people use a gang box or a room. And the best way I can explain it is think about it this way. If you were a firefighter and you showed up on a job site and building was on fire, um, pipe got frozen and bursts, um, you know, you, and let's think about it. We could have squatters in there. You could have, uh, we could have arson in there. We probably within the last year, we had a fire on a job site due to lithium ion batteries uh, catching on fire for charging up equipment. So lots of things can happen. Uh, a lot of large loss fires that have happened have been arson and they've been after hours. So a lot of stuff happens when you're not there, but if the fire department shows up, what are the things they wanna know? 
A, who to call. B, are the keys to access things. If there is a fire, do you have fuel in the building? I'm really going to want to know if I'm going to go into a building to try and put something out if you have fuel inside the building, especially if it's all in a single fuel storage location. Then we're talking about you essentially have a bomb inside the building, and that's critical information for fire services to know. Um, what else? Um, how about shutoffs? They want to shut off the water. Say water spewing everywhere and leaking. You really want them to be able to quickly get at the valve and shut the water of the building. Gas. You want to shut gas to the building. How about electrical? Electrical is always an interesting one. Um, first place, fire department's going to go most likely is going to be a basement. They're going to look for an electrical room in the basement. Um, is it a renovation you're doing and there is an electrical room, but you're on temp power? Um, or is it a new building and you're not on temp power and it is, in the, it is indeed in the basement? There's lots of variables, but the long story short is if you have the fire department going down in the basement trying to kill the power in an emergency and you have a temporary panel mounted on a piece of plywood on the first floor back right-hand corner, um, that's not helping them those minutes and seconds add up. So let it be clearly defined. When they open up, they look at a set of drawings. Here's where I can shut off the gas. Here's where I can shut off the electrical. Here's where you can shut off the water. Here are the important people to call. Here's where fuel's in the building. Do you have temp heat? And are those temp heaters, uh, do they have a fuel tank that's running them, a diesel tank? Do they have natural gas piped to them temporarily? Again, all things that fire department's gonna wanna know. So good signage can really help, okay, especially where this command post is located. But contents of that command post is critical. So that's just a good little tip. If your job is being shut down, now is a good time to take a look at what you have in your command post and make sure that all the valuable information is there. And one other thing I will say is phone numbers of all your subcontractors, okay, because depending on what's going on, they might need a subcontractor to get there to shut something off or to reset um, a system, turn a fire pump back on, things like that, depending on what's going on. So contact numbers of not only the FPPM, but also subcontractors that could help in responding. So that's a way to say like, okay, hey, here's a good time to revisit where we're at on our job site. And I think that's a good gateway um, to talk about something maybe a little bit more touchy-feely, right? So. Um, a lot of things are going on right now. Let me just make sure I'm recording. Great. Um, lots going on right now, and a lot of people are being affected in a number of ways. Some people more than others, but I would have to say everybody to some degree is not as busy as they were before. Maybe it's that they're not commuting to work, right? And they're working from home. Or their commute, so they gained all that commute time. So now you have another couple hours a day to do something. Or maybe your commute is just shorter because there's no traffic on the road. Um, you know, there's all types of things that could be going on. Your job, your job could be shut down, so you're doing more maybe just back of the housework in the office. Uh, but I can say everybody for sure, if you're white collar, you're doing less meetings, right? Um, and if you do have meetings, you're not traveling to meetings. So... At a minimum, your workload has been cut down. And one or two things could happen right now. You could take this time and maybe kind of get caught up, get some anxiety about what's going on, worry about it, you know, 
do other things just to kind of kill time and really use it as an opportunity just to kind of, um, you know, keep yourself busy and maybe get stressed over things. But what I am seeing is the best people and companies uh, are focusing on this as a time to regroup, right? You have more time than you've had in the past. You have been saying for years that, okay, there's all these things that we want to do, whether it's marketing or training or setting these systems up or clearing out and doing like an analysis over past jobs and what worked and what didn't work. Whatever it is that you or your company has been thinking about, and personally, it could be health, right? You know, you've been wanting to change the way you eat or exercise. Whatever it is that you haven't had time to do, now's your shot right? So you could use this time to dwell and maybe look at social media and just kind of say, oh, well, you know what? It's a few weeks where I can kind of take it easy for a little bit and uh, not have to worry about too much. Or you can say, hey, here's my chance, right? Here's my chance. Um, And don't get sidetracked. Uh, Don't waste more time. The best companies and the best people are getting out there, going after it. Here's your shot. Um, Think about the things you've been putting off, You've had your chance to catch your breath now, and let's use this as an opportunity to get better. Take care. We out. We out. We out.